welcome to the fourth episode of Planet Diaspora podcast, which is a filmed podcast. Today's episode is about black womanhood, equity and making change. And I've got a very special guest that I'm delighted to be sitting with today. So, Naomi Ventor. Hello. 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 I'm Sandra <laughs> Valser, by the way, just in case you guys forgot, which you probably did. Um, so, Naomi, I'm going to read um, directly because there's so many things on here. So, Naomi um, is administrative business partner at Google. So, um, that's um, ABP. Um, so, I might say ABP instead of the whole title later. But she's um, an ABP in sales. Uh, she's UK lead for State of Black Women, which is a space for black women at Google um, that's designed to uh, build community and um, alignment on shared on, on a shared agenda. And it's for all levels, really, isn't yeah. it, at Google, which is, I think that's quite important, actually, um, because, you know, sometimes people get left out of the conversation. We're about inclusivity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, across the board. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, and also, she's lead of an empathy, race, and belonging DEE, DEI initiative, um, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And um, today we're talking, um, like I mentioned in the title, we're talking about black womanhood, equity, and making a change. Uh, Naomi has worked in tech, in the legal sector, and in publishing, and also in, well, this is the bit I'm jealous of, um, in the uh, kind of haute couture luxury uh, designer kind of space. So you worked, uh, am I allowed to say, oh, no, I can't say who you used to work for. Why are we not Oh, can I? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. She used to work for Burberry. I did. I know. Jealous. I miss my clothing allowance. I bet you do. Bless it. Oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> Sorry, but like, oh, jealous. But um, so she used to work in the fashion industry. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, related topics that are close to both our hearts, but you're actually kind of doing it, which is um, why we've got um, Naomi sitting with us today um, on the couch. But we're going to start with our icebreaker. So, Naomi, I've asked everyone before you, and I'm asking you, what are your top three films? And are you going to do them chronologically? So, Sandra, I'm really sorry. I don't, I can't watch movies. I fall asleep. Like, I, I will sit down to watch it in the cinema, musicals. Like, you can't bring me to yeah, yeah. to watch movies. I'm so sorry. But uh -huh. I have come with um, alt an alternative. Oh, so yeah. three of my favourite series that I watch. Perfect. Perfect. So the first one you're very familiar with, Lovecraft Country. Oh, yes. Amazing. Um, so it's kind of uh, demons and, and ghouls and ghosts and... After each episode, my husband, Roddy, and I, we literally, so like we'll have snacks and we'll literally be like this. <laughs> For those listening, we're just like open mouth, just kind <laughs> e of... Eating popcorn. It's like every, every single episode was just shocking and you had to absorb it and you couldn't go on to the next one because it was just too yeah, shocking. Like I, I loved it, but like I said to you, I haven't watched the final one because I'm going back. Because it's, the thing is, like, I find it, it's really unpredictable. Like, and I suppose yes. it's, it's really unpredictable. I love horror. Um, I love... It's not horror, though, is I it? I mean, I love, I think the first, the first episode 
I would definitely <laughs> say was horror because I was not expecting that no, at all. Like, honestly. I can't remember what happened, but I know yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, like it was out of this world. Yeah. You know, and also I think like you're, you're kind of, with Lovecraft, you're getting comfortable not com- you, you never quite get comfortable but you're just getting to know things and you think right okay i'm understanding it i'm understanding it. it yeah and then it just changes Purple. and it just switches and you're like what the hell was so that? like i've <laughs> kind of i've just gone back because i just feel like i wasn't fully like you were grasping. ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Basically, I wasn't ready. No. I don't think anyone's ready. No one's ready no for one's it. No one's ready for it. And it's amazing. It's been nominated for Emmys. It uh, should be. It's like eight. I was eight Emmys or oh, nine. I don't, I, I don't know. But um, I know there isn't a, a follow-up. It's not being renewed. I know. But then maybe it doesn't need to. Let's make yeah. it iconic. Let's yeah, make I it think it's one of these cult things yeah. that, that needs to stay on its pedestal. Perfect as it is. Yeah, I absolutely. do want to find out what happens next, but it's okay. I really remember I haven't watched the last episode Oh, sorry. Yet. Oops, spoiler. Okay. No, I'm not spoiling it. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm excited about it, but I have to get my head around the other things first. Okay. And prepare myself. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have a whole day of it of watching it uh, of, uh, no not of watching it back to back but uh, on the last episode i think it needs a ritual knowing that it's the last episode ever right okay i think it needs a bit of a kind of like you say snacks yeah it yeah. doesn't disappoint oh really yeah i can't remember not like the other thing that we but watched for years and years that kind of did disappoint a lot of people what's that um, the other thing push pushes a, a boy out of a window thing did you watch that? oh god yeah that yeah. ending was like mm. they spent all the money and budget up until the last episode and just like through uh, yeah and then they were like oh right okay yeah yeah, yeah. They wrote it back on the back of a receipt on the way to work that morning <laughs> and then put it on but okay so is that your number three or your number one? Ooh, i would say that's my number oh yeah number one because it's it's the one i've seen most recent mm-hmm. so that's my number one mm-hmm. um my number two would be, um, it's called Diablero. Ooh. Have you heard of it? No. It's on Netflix. It's a Mexican, again, I've got a theme here. It's mm. about demons okay. and angels. And um, we tried to watch it with the um, uh, dubbed, terrible. Mm. So we have to watch it. I just got to read the subtitles. Perfume. Oh, did you? Lovely. You. It's um, G&G, like blue, old school. Oh, beautiful. Someone told me it was old school the other yeah, day. Yeah, and like, you're like, I remembered my age. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> God, yeah, fancy, you know. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. that's new. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, 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 um, So it's about a, is it about a priest and nuns. I don't want to spoil it because I think it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Don't watch it dubbed because you really take away from yeah, the essence yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the series. Yeah. Again, a little bit scary. Really? A little bit, yeah, unexpected. It's just not not what you would think to watch. I How like, quick oh. are the subtitles? How big? It's quick, super quick subtitles. Oh, no, no. I mean, oh, I can read them. That's fine. Oh, I don't know. I've never been asked that before. Yeah, because I, I love films and I love, like, international film. But sometimes if I... Basically, thank goodness for Netflix, I can pause and rewind. Yeah. Because you blink sometimes and it's like, oh... Or you're on your phone. Yeah. It actually stops you looking at your phone. Oh, really? Because you have to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're like this. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I can't go and get another cookie. Well, you can pause it. Oh, yeah. We're on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. And my third one. Yeah. I nearly forgot the name. It's called Kingdom. And it's a Korean. You know what? My sister loves <gasps> this. It's amazing. She's been telling me about it. It's, it's like, is that amazing. Wait. 
it's weird yeah. and wonderful. That's yeah. a better way of phrasing it. Yeah. So it's about, um, shall I tell you? Uh, yes. Okay, so it's about this king who gets kind of possessed. And then I think... We really have got a theme, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, by the undead. So yeah. there's this guy who comes along and then they eat the body of the king because they didn't have any food mm. and they cooked him and then everybody becomes the undead. And it's, <laughs> don't look at me like that. I love like um, Walking I'm, Dead I'm and all that. I'm just remembering our, our chicken story before we went on camera. And I had the cheek to say no, that no. I don't like the meat. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, yeah, but no, the other chicken story, which oh. you can't expose me on, by the way. No, hmm. we'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll on. see. Um, yeah, so, and then, uh, yeah, everybody turns on dead. And then it's like a, a mission to find, I'm not going to give too many spoilers, a mm. mission to find a cure for this, um, for the zombies. Mm. Um, I loved it. And again, you know what? A lot of these um, series have been um, paused because of COVID. Yeah. So we're waiting for the next season mm. to come, but obviously they're unable to film it. Like mm. it's just affected everyone yeah. globally, the film yeah. industry globally. Yeah. So I just have to wait patiently. Yeah. And that's my top three. That's amazing. Those, um, that your second, your first choice, obviously, I share that because I love it. Yeah. Um, your second one, I'm keen to watch, um, and the third, um, my sister, has also recommended. So yeah, that's a must see. I think I'll watch the third before the second. Um, okay, so thank you so much for sharing those with us, and um, yeah, we'll join you again for the first section of our discussion. Okay, welcome back. So we're sitting with and in conversation with uh, Naomi Ventor and she's very lovely sitting on our sofa and we're going to start um, really um, talking about how we know each other. So we know each other, I think we first met on the 232 bus. Um, probably, no, we would have seen each other around school. Which, but I feel like, I, I feel that because you were, uh, you know, Natalie's older sister. Right. We would have seen each other, but I wouldn't have made the link until I saw you. But maybe yes. Maybe no, we, I did. yeah. I used to hang around with Maria. I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, did, I distinctly remember. Oh, do you? Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I remember you in school, Sanj. Before the two, three, two. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Why are you so shocked? No, because I just think I was a bit of a nightmare when I was at school. I don't remember. I had a big mouth. Do you, did I, do you remember my mouth? Not really. I do remember one thing, but I don't know if you want to say it on camera. Remember, we had this discussion. BB? Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's my long lasting memory yeah, of you. But we've got BB on the show. I know. In a few you weeks. Could, you could talk so about we, I, I don't know whether we should, but we may talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. No one's going to know what we're talking about. No, but that's fine. Okay. I've I've got better. I'm a nice person now. You were always a nice person. So yeah. Oh, just thank misunderstood. You. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they all say. Right. Okay. So, 232 bus and um, we, used to, uh, we used to go through this estate on the way to school and slide back in the day when the seats were... Um, plastic. Plastic and hard. No fabric. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wonder what they were thinking. I know, right? Oh, it was for us. Yeah, they knew we were getting on that 232. Yeah. Now called H32 yeah. for the newbies. 
But yeah, we used to go from one end and slide down. We used to go around the bend and we used to slide from one end to the other to the other. There was about four or, f- four or five bends on that estate. There was, there was, yeah, there were quite a few and there was like four of us doing it with our hands in the air. We must have yeah, been yeah. so annoying. Yeah, for the everybody else. But who, ca- who cared about them? No, no one, no. It, it was our <laughs> bus. We were marking our territory. Exactly. Yeah. It was amazing because we did, I, I mean, obviously I don't remember the exact length of time, but I felt like we did that really regularly. And like we used to get in position as soon as we hit Convent Way. We did, but then it changed to the 120. Yes, because you guys, changed. yeah, you guys changed your bus. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we didn't see each other. Yeah, we didn't see each other as much. Yeah, I thought it was. I know you're being sarcastic, but I, I, I thought it was quite sad because they were my friends. Um, but yeah, and sometimes, occasionally, I was so like, I was so, I so wanted to chat to you guys after school that sometimes I think I used to get the 120 and then walk an extra 10 minutes home. Yeah, you did. Just to chat to you yeah, guys. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and sometimes fun. I used to go to my nans so that I could, yes, yeah, so I, I'd be oh like, it's God. okay, I'll go to my grands today. Oh, and I used to get the 120. That's so sweet. I remember that. <laughs> That now, oh, but um, yeah, no, time. it was great. You know, it was it was fun back then, and you know, it, it, you know, it's like great to be able to kind of connect because I was friends with your sister. Yeah, I was friends your sister with your sister Natalie, mm-hmm. and she was in my year, and you know, we were fr- we weren't in the same half of the year, but we were friends. But we didn't in the sixth form we were friends as well. We became closer. Yeah. Um, when whilst I was at, at our school, St. Mark's, and then I moved over to the girls' school, and um, she went off to uni. Yeah. Uh, but then she became friends, closer friends, with my best friend from school, yeah. which was uh, Maria. And then me and her became friends throughout our 20s. But, yeah, so um, it's a bit of a tricky one, really, to be, and I say tricky when it's kind of hard yeah. yeah, with with um, Natalie because um, you know, unfortunately, uh, we lost Natalie uh, in 2014, 2014. Mm-hmm. June, July, July, yeah, July third, July third. Yeah, you know what? I know it's July, but it's just one of those things, isn't it? Like, yeah, sometimes it's okay. I think I forgot once as well. Um, yeah, because yeah. I, I remember it was near the end of the academic year. Right. It was like a week in or, or like, yeah, obviously the third. Was it a Wednesday? Possibly. Yeah, and I remember um, you gave me a ring. It, you might not remember. No. Because, I mean, it must be, you know. I don't remember. There were a few specific things I remember, but, like, grief does... Uh, kind of wipe your memory yeah. as well that's mm-hmm. one of the side effects but I I didn't realize I called you yeah well, you, you called me the story you, you called me you called me at about five maybe five thirty ish and um I missed it right. I heard I kind of heard it ringing and then uh you called me back and then um and obviously of all of Natalie's friends uh you know and, and Natalie was amazing at being close to everyone yeah but I wasn't necessarily her closest friends, friend, but we were close because she was amazing at making you feel like you were, you know, when the sun shone on you, you know, it was, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you would be engulfed in, 
in kind of her yeah her everything exactly and I think that's that's why it was it was so heartbreaking for everybody who knew her and obviously more so for for you because you two were like best pals aren't you you lived together you know so you know it and and I picked up the phone and as soon as I saw your name I knew as soon as I saw your name I knew so uh, I want to talk to you and that's been seven years now yeah yeah so um I want to talk to you a little bit about obviously Natalie and um, losing Natalie because you um, you lost Natalie. We all lost Natalie because of a, because of a a, a specific condition mm-hmm. um, called amniotic fluid embolism. Yeah. Um, and I don't think at the time there was much really publicised or it wasn't one of the um, conditions that people knew a lot about. So I remember you know, learning about it because, you know, my friend had passed or, you know, had yeah. had died. So um, I just want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, how, you know, Natalie's um, death, and I know it's hard, kind of um, would have, because we were all, you know. So, yeah, so, so i just explain what an yeah. AFE is, yeah, um, amniotic fluid embolism. It is um, a, an allergic type reaction to the amniotic fluid. Um, so, you know, amniotic fluid gets into the maternal bloodstream all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and, you know, with the hair, nails and all that, mm-hmm. you know, it gets into the bloodstream and it doesn't affect women mostly. Mm-hmm. But um, for some women, for some unknown reason, we don't know why, um, they, it, it creates an, an allergic reaction. Um, and it's in two phases. So the first phase is um, their heart stops, so heart attack. And the second phase is, um, I'm, I'm like, you know, making it short and sweet mm-hmm. here. And the second phase is bleeding out. Now, Nat survived the first phase, but she, she didn't survive the second. Um, yeah, and no one, it's, one, it's rare. So AFE is rare, it's mm-hmm. a rare disease. And I, if you're not if you're not connected to it, you don't know anyone who has suffered from it. You wouldn't know about it. Um, it is one of the leading causes of maternal mor- mor- mortality. Um, but again, you know, people are having you, women have children every day, and in this day and age, you don't think who dies in childbirth really in mm. in a in a in a first world, for want of a better phrase, mm. in a first world country. Um, you know, that's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen. So being exposed to AFE um, because of it, I mean, obviously everyone knows about it now. All my yeah, friends and yeah, family know yeah. about it now and through fundraisers that I've done. Um, yeah, people, and obviously being on TV, not obviously, I use that as my filler word. Mm. Um, it, it's more exposed. Yeah, but again, it is one of the leading causes of maternal death. Yeah, because you were you were you were um, interviewed as part of a, a um, and we'll talk about it more. Yeah. But um, just for people who who may not have watched it or may not make the link, um, it was the black maternity scandal. Yeah. On Channel Four. Can't forget. Dispa- dispatches, yeah, dispatches. Yeah. Um, so it 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 was hot. Was it half an hour or? And yeah, it was a yeah. half an hour. It, it like you know it needed a lot more, but you know in that format, it was a good kind of 
I say good, and that's probably not the best word, but it was an introduction into the issue. Yeah, I mean, it's and, it, and it was quite detailed. You had, you know, you had um, a, scient- some, a scientist on there and other women that had been through it and yeah. things like that. So it was, um, so I didn't want to do the show, mm. just to move backwards on that. I didn't, mm. I didn't want to do it. I'm, while I was, um, while I always wanted to, ex- not expose, I wanted to um, bring AFE, like awareness of AFE, mm-hmm. to, you know, scale it, um, I wasn't ready to do it to the whole of the UK. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it presented itself to me, like three times. Every time I was just like, no, I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, we believed that AFE was not, um, anybody could suffer, any woman yeah, could suffer Yeah, because that was AFE. one of the things I was going to ask you yeah. about. Yeah, Anyone could suffer an AFE. So I was like, well, you know, it, 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 it's, not, it's not discriminatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the third time, I said, you know what, let me just let me just do this. There's no harm in going mm. to speak to the producer. Mm-hmm. So we spoke to the producer. And then, as you know, I kept getting through to the next stage mm-hmm. and the next mm-hmm. stage. And they said they were going to do it. And I said, well, you know what, it's a good opportunity to showcase AFE. Mm. They wanted to do an hour slot, mm-hmm. but um, unfortunately, there weren't any hours slot available. Mm-hmm. So we had to fit everything. In. I say we, I mean, I'm, I'm a contributor, mm. but the um, director, uh, Latanya, and I've forgotten her surname. Sorry, Latanya. Um, she had to fit everything in into that half hour and there were a lot of stories that weren't told Mm -hmm. but you can find them on um, the dispatches website or on Facebook Mm -hmm. um, which yeah there were other people who contributed but unfortunately you know they they couldn't they couldn't fit it all in in the half an hour yeah yeah because yeah because it's I mean it's it's a huge kind of of issue and topic and in terms of research we um, haven't actually said like yeah. what it was. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I think yeah. we skipped that. So yeah. the black maternity scandal was about the um, disparity that black women are nearly five times more likely to die in or after childbirth mm-hmm. than their white counterparts. Mm-hmm. And this isn't new. This has been going on for decades, but it's been ignored. And I don't know if it's the pandemic or the, the director had her sister had, had a negative experience. Mm-hmm and she wanted to explore it more mm-hmm. and it, it's not a one-off for black women mm-hmm. and black and brown women mm-hmm. i should say you mm-hmm. know it's 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 if if you're not white yeah i mean i think also um in 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 the health service more generally you know there are certain things that happen you know and i'm sure every brown or black woman has felt this at some point, the you know, kind of pain relief. Like I've got, um, you know, I've, I I'm bipolar, which you know about. Um, and one of the things in in terms of my medication, when I have been into like um, a psych ward um, years ago, I've been absolutely healthy for and uh, for the last six seven years. So you know, touch wood. But one of the things is you know over medication, not understanding when you're feeling distressed that kind of not thing being heard. not being heard and also thinking that your pain threshold is is super high that's a real thing yeah that's a real thing they think um it was a journal published in the states about um and they gave, kind of gave um levels mm-hmm. depending on your race mm-hmm. to your to your pain yes threshold, yes yes which is which is wild and then we also have the strong black women trope mm. which it's so damaging. Oh yeah, I was going to say that does is more of a disservice than a compliment, yeah. really. 
It used to be, like, oh, I'm a strong black woman. It's yeah, like, yeah. no, but they think, oh, well, she's strong. We're only yeah. strong through adversity and yeah, what we've yeah, been yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Physically, we're the same as everybody exactly. else. Exactly. Why should we Why should we have to put up with, with more? Yeah, yeah. And also, I feel like, I feel there's a level of just kind of sometimes... Um, certainly maybe maybe not our generation but the generation before going into health services and just wanting to be okay and not wanting to be polite and you know talking to a stranger yeah. talking to someone they don't relate to yeah. and and just kind of believing them and not um, you know asking for a second opinion and 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 wanting to be good like certainly for my grandparents they just wanted to be kind of good immigrants do you know what I mean or or, or migrants but and so they may just accept or not say that they're in pain or, or, you know, just kind of anything to get the approval of their doctor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, play it down. Yeah. And you don't, you don't want to... Because Make of the fuss. angry black woman. Yeah. Um, you, you, have to, you have to mask every time you go in. You have to think about... This is where, like, privilege comes in mm -hmm. with, with white people. Like, mm -hmm. they don't have to... When you go into a, a doctor's mm -hmm. office, you don't mm -hmm. have to think about how you're going to present yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just go and walk in, whereas yeah. we can't. No. You just don't have... You don't yeah. have that. And if you've been kept waiting for 40 minutes, you've just got to suck it suck up. Suck it up. Yeah, you've yeah. got to suck it up. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and also when you go in, depending on who your doctor is or, uh, or if you're changing the surgery or whatever... You've got to just accept some real kind of like you'll say how you're feeling and it'll be kind of a million. Oh, it could be this, it could be that, it could be that. Rather than what you said, like listen to you. I think you've said it, so I'm just you know reiterating yeah. that you know or, or you know sometimes I don't. It, it just seems like the color of your skin go. It goes with the obviously the strong black woman trope, but it also goes with a whole nother level of kind of you know, it's like they think you don't know about the health service or mm. something. Do you know what I mean? They mm. think you're immediately ignorant and mm. that they can fob you off with anything. Yeah. And that you won't have the, uh, you know, the intuition or, 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 or thought of actually I'm going to uh, double check what you're saying to me and maybe what you're saying to me is not right. It's unconscious. Yeah. Or not even unconscious, it's conscious bias. Yeah. And, and or the R word. Yeah. Race, yeah. Race. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we say it a lot on this shows. Um, I know, but yeah. people, people are, um, well, they don't, ex there was a report produced saying that racism doesn't exist oh, gosh. in the UK. It doesn't exist in the NHS. Yeah. Um, even trying to, to um, with the, with the uh, sorry, I'm going to get my thoughts, mm. with the disparity, mm -hmm with black women diet, nearly dying five times more, they refused to set a target, the government refused to set a target because this, this report didn't help. Was it discussed in Parliament? I think it was, because there was yeah. a petition going around, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, five times more, yeah. who were also featured in the documentary, um, put a petition together, nearly 200,000 people signed it, and um, it was the first time black maternal health has been discussed in Parliament, and that was on the 19th of April this year. 2021 that was the first time ever mm -hmm. and do you think that that it that was also because of the show oh yeah it was it was um i watched it it was yeah. um they discussed or they mentioned the show about three or four times right yeah yeah and the m the mps there there was one mp um bell forgive me i don't know the surname mm. she actually shared her experience as mm. well so mm. she's like she's tied to it mm. in, in more of an emotional way mm. Um, and it was it was very interesting. Um, 
the outcome. You can read the, you can watch it or you can read the script. Yeah. Static mm. was the response. They refuse to set a target because the target's too low. One is too low. One is too of many. Course. One is too many. And you know, uh, and you know what as well. It's like, it's it's the fact that they're having it a conversation after it's been brought into the mainstream. Because I would say Dispatches obviously is a mainstream kind of show well respected well respected because yeah. got a lot of credibility yeah. that's brought it, it to i don't i don't even think i think obviously it's been known about but it it's it's meant that people are holding you know health service professionals accountable and you know it's not on the margins it's not with your bame anymore because mainstream the people that are have the dialogues that are allowed to have a dialogue without being referred to as bame um you know you know who I'm talking about, uh, you know, because it, they've been made conscious, more conscious of the issue and it's on their lips, then that's why, yeah. you know, I feel, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating, it's, to put it mildly. It's frustrating, it's... I've been privy to attending some um, parliamentary roundtables as mm -hmm. a fallout from mm -hmm. the. I said fallout is a positive thing mm -hmm. of the um, of the documentary, and the process that they go through is very interesting. I can't share a lot of what what is said. Um, they're trying to get the ball moving. They're trying to get more data. We don't need more data. We need to set a target. Yeah. When people have a, an aim. Mm -hmm. um, They'll, they'll try and hit it. Yeah, so yeah. There's no target to hit. So why yeah, should yeah, anyone? Yeah, why yeah, would yeah, anyone yeah. cares? I've been yeah. priv privy to this, and we're trying to we're trying to get that target set. Um, just to give context, um, it's so the target. Just so that I understand it a little bit more, and some of our listeners and viewers understand it better. So the target is to bring the deaths down. So the the, the target would. What would the target kind of be so how what would they be measuring so uh the amount of people who don't die yeah so <laughs> the amount of people who don't die well the, well okay so the top so at the moment it's 70 women per black women mm. sorry per year mm -hmm. die this is just mm -hmm. black women yeah. it's not brown women yeah. die per year and that's over t uh, you know the average over time over in one year yes over yeah, the year yeah but if you include near misses in that, mm -hmm. it brings up to 7,000 because we don't include the near misses. Yeah. So we're talking at 7,000. 7, yeah. 7,000. And they don't record the near, the near misses? No. Why? This is something that, this again, that five times more are um, trying to address. Mm. Because, because. The, this Because system, it would be more, it would, because it would shed more light on the issue. Yeah, well... Yes. This system works mm -hmm. for middle-aged white, white men. The institution mm. works for middle-aged white men, mm. not, not even women. Yeah. Um, and why would, why would they want to change something that works for them? Exactly, 100%. Like, like I've said this before, you know, one of the most pro like profound things, I suppose, but, you know, deep down I think I knew was that, you know, it's, it's working just fine, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's, it's working, working as it's meant to. Yeah, as it was designed. Yeah. And once you know that, it just opens. It makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? In everything kind of, you're like, yep. So we, the only way we're really going to break these barriers is to start again. Mm. 
<laughs> we're not the first revolutionaries. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know some people think we are. This is, you know, we're things are changing they've been changing for hundreds, hundreds yeah, of years yeah exactly and we won't be the last but the rate of change is just so slow that what we're asking for it, it you know it's literally it's kind of like you know it, it's it's drip it's equity is being drip fed mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. drip fed like and it, it's just given enough so that uh, people can be quiet for a little while yeah you know, it's like a pacifier or a dummy that you give to your child. So actually, now you've said that, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you about these NICE guidelines where um, what they've done is they're recommending, so NICE is like a maternal board, don't quote me mm -hmm. on that, but they're recommending that black and brown women are induced at 39 weeks instead of attacking, yeah, that's their, that's their response to solving the morbidity, mortality crisis is to induce, black, as a recommendation, induce them at 39 weeks instead of dealing with the real so, issue. So, so are we cows? Or <laughs> do you know cattle? Sorry, cat, cows? <laughs> cattle? Are we like farm animals or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean, though? Come on, inducing somebody. But there are risks associated with inducing them, and they're not dealing with the real issue. They're like, okay, here's an issue. Here's how we're going to fix it. We're going to be in control. You don't want who? Yeah. You, you're taking away choice. So rather than set a target and start recording near misses, we've got to go through the 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 you know the dangerous kind of procedure of inducing yeah. a child and, and a woman. Uh, a yeah, yeah, woman. yeah. Inducing a woman and yeah. bringing on the kind of would, is it artificial? It's not artificial labour. Is it artificial no, labour? What is it? I don't know much. They give you medication to speed up your labour. Basically. Right. Okay. Um, but that also leads to um, it can lead to, like to more like for, um, forceps being used because mm. you're forcing mm, the labour exactly. along rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. your body doing yeah, what it should naturally. Yeah. Do. Exactly. So it, it's it's kind of like maybe artificial is not the right word, but it it's forcing you you to do something which your body is not, not ready, ready to, to do at that particular. Because yeah. thirty six weeks, you've still got a Th whole month 39, left. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Wait. Because your your pregnancy is your pregnancy thirty nine weeks. Forty. 40. Weeks. So thirty six weeks is like a almost thirty nine weeks. Oh, a week early. It just, it, I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever yeah, whatever is, it is, it's the fact the right that you're being, you know, they want to induce black, black and brown women. Yeah. Just deal with the issue. Let's deal with the issue at hand. It's so, racism, they, so is that everyone? Unconscious bias. It's a recommendation. I, you know what? I haven't read too deeply into mm -hmm. at what stage they're going to offer that, uh -huh. and there, there, there's been a fight against getting that paper like fully approved yeah, yeah, and yeah. published. Obviously. Um, but yeah, um, this is this, it's this disgraceful. It's you think you're in a movie. This whole yeah. process has opened me up and exposed me to so much of the inner workings of from from Parliament down to the kind of grassroots. You know, I've got my fingers in quite a mm -hmm. few pies, mm -hmm. and uh, it doesn't always fill me with joy. It's a slow it's a slow journey, like you're saying. It's a, it's a drip fed experience and you work so hard and I bet you get a lot of yeses and then at the end you realize that do you know what I mean you get a lot of nods maybe yeah oh you're so oh, uh, what's the, what's the, oh this you're so this is the right thing to do thank you for doing this Naomi yeah, yeah yeah oh it's great you do it you you deliver training you do the DI yeah, stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be me it shouldn't yeah, come yeah, from yeah, me yeah, yeah. I understand we have to have a seat at the table yeah yeah 
but like if you really and it's important, important yeah and that's what they say oh this is a really important issue Naomi well done for bringing it forward oh, you can do it too if you really care about yeah, that yeah 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 that yeah. sounds terrible yeah but no, no but I think when you've been kind of you know at kind of active and you care about an issue and you've heard it all before you will you know you'd get cynical you yeah. would it's natural for you know for us to be cynical and for you to be like you know I've heard this this has happened before this is a kind of the groundhog of of, of it's yeah groundhog day. yeah yeah but that doesn't that doesn't mean to say that change cannot and will not happen Maybe no I'm just being i'm hungry so i'm being a debbie downer no um, but you're yeah it, it's just a very slow process yeah and and you know for, i mean it's snails <laughs> snails <laughs> move <faster>. quicker <laughs> yeah uh, so i'm gonna um because i think we've talked about a lot of what um you know i was gonna um, talk to you about but I want to s- s- ask you specifically about um, the amniotic fluid embolism foundation because mm-hmm. you work with them quite cro- closely and now you've worked with them quite closely and now you're on the um, di- board of directors aren't you yeah so how did you s- how I want to know how did it go from kind of personal moments of grieving uh, the fundraising and now to being in a much more public space where you are actually one of the directors on um, on the board um, and your role I've got it down here is um, specifically to look at um, advising them on cultural and racial inclusivity in the UK which you know that crosses that's that's something that crosses over a lot of your what you do mm-hmm. so um, how did you go from you know obviously learning about the condition through Natalie's passing mm-hmm. and then being on their board of directors okay so when Nat's first passed away yeah you know, grief is such a personal journey this was this was my way of not giving back, helping, making me feel less useless. Mm. That's what it is. It's, um, I just, I just didn't want anyone else to feel the same way we did. Mm. Um, and if we can just help one person If I could just help one person, I mean, I know we don't know why it happens. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no um, tests, and by just raising awareness of it, it was my way of, of dealing with my grief. And everybody had their different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, my brother, my siblings, mm-hmm. brothers, mm-hmm. Uh, friends. And this was my way of just keeping her legacy alive. Yeah. So every year, um, so I started, the first year I didn't do anything because the first year of grief is just Mm -hmm. bullshit. Um, (laughs) By year two, I was ready. Um, So I I think I sold sold a few Mm t-shirts. I got them shipped over so that every year it's um, AFE Mm. Awareness Day, March Mm. 27th Mm. every year. And so um, Miranda Klassen, who is the founder of the AFE Foundation, um, who also suffered an AFE, mm. and it's because of her that 
all of this has happened. If she didn't put this foundation mm -hmm. together, we, we wouldn't have anything. It would be all very like spread out. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did that and I think I made what, like 300 pounds the mm -hmm. first year. And then the next year was pins and I started at Google and I realized like I could scale this a, a little bit bigger. Um, and then as the years went on, uh, grief never goes away. Um, but it changes and you change and we the t-shirt selling got I had an opportunity to make it bigger and I got an opportunity yeah. for more people to hear so uh, to, to know about it mm. and Miranda had um, she kind of earmarked me for a while to, to be on the board but I understand why she told me maybe like the third or fourth year because I kept raising raising yeah, awareness kept kept yeah. doing the t-shirts last year we did masks um, and but I understand now why she waited. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be on the board, not really knowing what it meant. Yeah. I'll do it. Um, <coughs> and it's, it's the grief process. I think I had to get over the arc. So yeah. you, you kind of start up here, mm -hmm. it goes a bit higher. And then as time goes on, it just, it becomes more different. It's like a, 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 pre, a, a broken plate that you stick back together. There's still cracks in it, but it's, actually people don't really eat off broken plates. Uh, <laughs> but well, you know what I mean that's not uh, a great analogy you know. no but no it is a good analogy because like you say you've, you're, you've pieced it back together and it's still it can function yeah it's functional but it's it's never going to be the same no so it just coincided with uh, I believe in fate and destiny with the show with the black maternity scandal and I, I think she said, oh, I'm going to I'm going to announce that you're going to be on the board mm -hmm. because I'm the only black person on the board. I'm the only British person on the board. And so because it, it's an American, it's an American mm -hmm. charity. Yeah. yeah. And all it's, it's America centric because, well, that's where Miranda is. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of the cases are. Mm -hmm. But in the UK, UK and Australia, the data that they use mm -hmm. is um, the most relied upon because in America, it's not consistent. Every state is treated as a country. Mm. Well, it's yeah, they, yeah. the way they produce their data yeah, yeah. Is, is inconsistent. Yeah. So when we talk about um, the, the cultural side, I guess we're talking about, you know, the race side and being involved in the black maternity scandal mm. um, and, and the, the network that I've built from that and connect with. Because um, I still like speak to the, the girls on there, the mm -hmm. girls, the women, mm -hmm. Rochelle, mm -hmm. Humes, um, Latanya and Sean. Mm -hmm. Sean's going for tea with my mum tomorrow actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um and then yeah, it just coincided with with the with the documentary. So I don't know, everything just came together and it just worked. All kind of organic. Yeah. 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 So me like I I can only advise on the UK. I mean, I, I could I could look at other markets, but I don't live there. I don't know much. Mm, I would, mm. I, I'm yeah, and I think it's better to kind of be specific with your focus, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Because you can, there's more growth and more knowledge that you can build upon by being specific. Exactly. Yeah, rather than trying to cover a broad yeah. ground kind of thing. And this this isn't like this isn't my destiny. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like you, and like you say, it's. <laughs> It's still, even though it's been, you know, with um, black women dying in childbirth five times more likely, even though it's been going on for generations, I feel that, you know, like you say, it's been talked about for the first time um, in on in Parliament, mm -hmm. and there's there's so much more understanding 
needed, right? Yeah, yeah, exposure. Mm. And the more people that hear about it, the, the, you know, the more exposure it gets, the more awareness it gets, mm -hmm. the, the, the strong, the more serious mm -hmm. this will be treated. Mm -hmm. And I do, I'm, did I tell you I was on the parliamentary, yeah, the parliamentary yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, round tables. Mm -hmm. It's the Women's and Equalities Committee mm -hmm. that are dealing with this. Mm -hmm. So they also deal with um, like introducing a black curriculum in the mm -hmm. UK as well. Which are, you know, we both, yeah. Yeah, that's needed. Yeah, yeah. The absence in my own education, you know, and I was, and I came from a family that, uh, you know, my dad, you know, I knew about my own country, but nothing about us in the context of, you know, I didn't even know about slavery until I was about sixteen. Well, I kind of knew because I'd watched Roots, but you know, I it, it seemed like I hadn't learned the facts around it. Still, it's shocking. Until, That's not on the A-level curriculum. Yeah, I know. It's always from a, a, a Eurocentric perspective that we yeah. that we learned history. Well, we definitely wouldn't have yeah, learned it in exactly. our schools. Oh gosh, no. Well, no I mean, shade to our school yeah. because it was it's it's a great school, one yeah. of the best in the country. Yeah. But Leah, one of our crew, went to the same school, didn't you? Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a little. I'm a couple of years older than you, do. Mm. Yeah, me too. Like <laughs> half a year. <laughs> she's a couple <laughs> joke 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 but she's like months apart <laughs> me. Yeah, I think we're months apart I think we're not very far apart at all I'm 27 oh yeah I, I'm 26 and a half <laughs> right okay, you got an early birthday I'm September yeah I'm I'm oh okay I'm January oh yeah so, so it's the same as Nats 14 yeah, yeah, months yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're we're literally me and Nats are like three oh, your days birthdays are the same, of course, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 which made it kind of difficult for us. Did you do birthday stuff? Yeah, yeah, stuff? we did try a joint birthday one year, but... Was that the Beavers year? Uh, was the, which one? That was the Beavers year. Oh, the Beavers year. <laughs> Me and they went to a strip, strip club. club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a bunch of girls. It wasn't just us. It wasn't just us, there were some other people. It was my... Boyfriend at the time, he's now my husband. No, yes, yes, he was there, but he was just kind of dragged along on your night out. Oh, he hated it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we met this guy. Yeah. Sunny? No, it wasn't Sunny. I, I feel like remember. it was Sunny now. Sunny, or yeah, I think it was I Sunny. Think it, it was and definitely Sunny. He paid sunny. for our drinks. Yeah. And dances all night. Yeah. We didn't have to spend a penny. That yeah. was that was well. We still got mm. photos. Yeah. That was interesting. That 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 was, was one of the best nights. That ever. was one of the best nights ever. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was pretty special. Was that the joint birthday? Because we went to the curry that, house next door. Yeah, that wasn't the joint birthday, but it should have been. <laughs> it definitely should have been. But uh, yeah, classic. I've got, you know, and also like I watched the, the photos back and like I think everyone else can deal with like the excitement a lot better than mine than me sorry because I was actually bouncing off the walls that day like I was lying across you we all were like Sonny was just flinging those free drinks at us yeah. and we didn't say no not once like and and also somehow my eye top eyeliner worked its way onto my <laughs> cheeks and, you and and my all my like powder had gone off so I just looked really yellow and then I've got like streaks of like black underneath my eyes like I must have enjoyed those special oh. dances a little bit too much anyway back on track <coughs> back on track back talking about the real stuff yeah but um okay so we are going to um come back 
and we're going to just go to a break. Um, you know, we'll probably talk a bit about Sunny. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. nah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, and we'll come back after this break. Okay, so um, we're going to move on uh, because, um, you know, our producer has uh, been quite snappy with us in the break. Um, not really, but um, we have to talk about the other work that we do and we've only got the hour. So um, we're going to talk a bit about the work you do um, on e- equity, inequity um, and uh, your role. Because you've got kind of, I mean, all your roles, including the charity work that you do with the AFE Foundation, is obviously about equity and about inclusion and um you've taken on two specific roles at google one for which you're the lead on um and that's the um a race equity and belonging initiative and uh the other is as the uk lead um and i want to be correct um in this it's called uh, state of black women and that's, um, they both sound like a huge task, but I just want to, and I mentioned at the beginning that the State of Black Women Initiative is all about kind of um, alignment, building a community. Um, and, I, and I would say, also, I, I, I mean, obviously I'm adding this to it, but, but and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it's, it's for women at all, lev- all levels and, um, you know, they align on a shared agenda. So I would imagine it's a lot about trust and honesty in a way or uh, kind of, or no. A safe space. Yeah, safe space. It's a safe space. Yeah. Um, so State of Black Women, if we start with that, that started globally back in, I want to say 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. And every single black woman in Google had the opportunity to fly over to San Francisco mm-hmm. and, and kind of meet in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. The CEO came and it was honestly one of the best experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk pretty vaguely or broadly about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went back the following year and again it was amazing it was like three or four days the first the first summit it was a summit that we flew out there was for i think it was just like two days and the next summit in 2000 and i must have been I love San Francisco, by the way. yeah it was um yeah it's a really cool place Beautiful. like i could i felt like i could live there there's yeah. quite a um high homeless population yeah. It's there like is, it's, yeah. it's very segregated. So yeah. one minute you're in like in this lovely yeah, yeah, neighbourhood, yeah, yeah. and then and then you can. Yeah, you yeah. Know. My cousin lives there as well. Oh, okay. So I, I like yeah, you, take an opportunity yeah. to go and see him. Yeah. Um, and so the second year we flat and it's amazing. I'm just I really want to be like I really want to be part mm, of this. Mm-hmm. It that sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. It, often in the UK, you're the only. In school, you're the only. Yeah. But being surrounded by so many intelligent, mm. strong, beautiful mm. black women mm. in one space is just so empowering. And I just I got and a also diverse black women, right? Because I would imagine that you know what we see being the only person, and then what you see elsewhere, you just don't see the massive range. You know, certainly not publicly. Obviously, you know them because they might be your friends or family. But oh, not in the state. No, but no. Not, but, but but inspirational. Not, yeah, it was inspirational. Just oh, just the they were all so like clever. I just mm. felt 
complete imposter syndrome. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm no just way. like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Surrounded by these, with these amazing women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was an opportunity to join um, the UK State of Black Women. Mm. Um, and so what was I supposed to be? And then I took that up. Um, pandemic happened and there was kind of only me left. So, mm-hmm. so now we... Well, I try to run monthly catch-ups mm-hmm. with all the black women in the London offices. Mm-hmm. And then last year we did a summit, mm-hmm. um, 2020, the year mm-hmm. of clarity. Mm-hmm. See what I did there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was amazing. Of, mm-hmm. of course, it was all online. Yeah, it was I do all see what you digital. see did there. Yeah, and yeah. it was 20 slash 20. Mm. So it was to focus on the good aspects that had come out of mm. um, 2020 and the, the mm-hmm. pandemic. So we had a pandapreneurship panel. Mm. We had, okay, we had a lot of my friends Pan in. Pan-entrepreneurship. Pandapreneurship. Pandapreneurship. Yeah. Please tell me what that means. So these are um, entrepreneurs who have taken advantage of the uh, pandemic mm-hmm. and have grown a business from the pandemic mm-hmm. and and everything that came out of it. So I have a friend who he has started a business. Oh my gosh, sorry, Daniel, I've forgotten the name of it. Um, out, um, it's actually the fallout of George Floyd, mm-hmm. but. That wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have had that focus. Mm-hmm. If the pandemic hadn't happened, mm-hmm. I don't believe people would have time to stop and no. think. Um, and so he's running a, oh God, can we cut this? Because I can't remember what it is. Okay. <laughs> um, fashion Minority Report, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So my friend Daniel, um, he, he built a business called the Fashion Minority Report. Mm-hmm. I brought him in to be on the panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there were several other people who just... Because there was a, was there an internship through that or, a, or some kind of... Uh, is it a post I put up? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there yeah, was. Yeah. So he's worked um, in um, the fashion industry and he's built this business up mm-hmm. and used this opportunity mm-hmm. to make, you know, turn a bad thing good. Oh, mm-hmm. I already used that in the, <laughs> in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he used the opportunity. So it was just flipping the pandemic on its head mm-hmm. and just, yeah, focusing on all the good things that had happened. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, that was quite the task to arrange, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, it's Empathy, Race and Belonging ERB initiative. Mm-hmm. It's more about, my team so mm-hmm. I work with a team of nearly a hundred mm-hmm. um, Googlers and it's about creating a safe space for them for us to talk about the issues that the black plus community face mm-hmm. the issue I found with white people is they stay silent because they don't have the psychological safety or the mm-hmm. psychological sa- space mm-hmm. to say what they want to and they're afraid to say mm-hmm. the wrong thing mm-hmm. and we put on um, talks we did one with you yes <laughs> which you was did, amazing yeah. had oh, great thank feedback you. thank you so we had uh we had I tried my best in. i didn't understand a particular oh, I feel <laughs> one so bad. you should question. have said you could just be open and no, say, no, no, no i said i think name. i said oh i googled it a year ago <laughs> but all the other oh, were you lying yeah, no i did okay. i had googled it a year ago <laughs> but but no oh, no i, I think we did okay i think i think it was good it was good and it was a safe space yeah, yeah, 100%. My, my, team, my team are awesome. They're awesome. Now, like, we, we've kind of been coaching them through it. So mm. we did, um, we had um, Alex Wheatle in. Yes. Um, who was amazing. Mm-hmm. We've had watch and learn sessions. Mm-hmm. We've delivered training on unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. And it's a team of four of us. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the, te- 
what we what we're trying to do mm -hmm. is encourage the team to run these sessions mm -hmm. themselves mm -hmm. to take the um, the burden mm -hmm. the burden of, of black people people yeah. of color yeah. running yeah. running these um, yeah. initiatives mm -hmm. and for them to actually take it and and because and true allyship is for everyone right the strive towards um, it's not for everyone but I mean it's everyone should be consciously challenging moments and things that that are not kind of um fair do you agree so i think it shouldn't just be our it shouldn't just be our job to to tell people and educate people and give them information yeah. it's on everyone yeah that's the allyship every part. human yeah <laughs> yeah 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 to, to, it can't just and also to hear it from somebody else that looks like mm. them who have been on their allyship journey mm. is so important i think that makes mm. such a difference mm. and while we say yes the onus isn't on us you mm. i've mentioned this before you have mm. to have a seat at the table you have to be able yeah. to guide it so i'm empowering my team mm -hmm. to want to run their own sessions mm. um with our with our guidance mm -hmm. so that's been yeah that's been really exciting um and it's taken up a lot of my time in the pandemic is mm -hmm. my, my my work has, has shifted um as you know there's no travel there's not really expenses mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um but yeah it has been a real eye-opening journey um running you know being there's a team of four of us mm -hmm. we work together really well but we're all of color yeah i've i've met three of you yeah uh, one one of you I haven't met, but yeah. Oh, sorry, the other she's based in um, Israel. Actually, she's white. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Three yeah. of us were colour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the yeah. other one, she's a fantastic ally, and this mm. is this is what this is at least she's a, a walking, talking example of allyship. Mm. That's amazing. That's yes. amazing. I'm gonna. I know because uh, and I I do I I do not want to speed you about because it's so necessary and interesting. And, um, you know, we have to meet up again on this sofa, on this <laughs> pink sofa, and talk more about it. Maybe when you're further, uh, you know, along in the initiative, because it will stop being an initiative and it will be, you know, it, it will be so much more because you're still kind of, obviously, one's from t the um, State of Black Women is 2017, mm -hmm. and the um, race, equity, and belonging is that a year old or more yeah. than a year old yeah it's a year old i mean i didn't know it had to stop being an initiative yeah. but you're right you're absolutely yeah. right yeah um what do we call it then it will be something more established well we do have employee resource groups mm. which a lot of the big companies mm. have i don't know if you know what they are but they're um so no i don't okay see i never worked for a big <laughs> company really i guess so we have um the bgn which is the um is, yeah, employee resource group so we have bgn black googlers network mm. we have the agn mm. the asian googlers network mm. we have gaglers we have jugglers mm -hmm. we have basically any um I don't want to say marginalized group. That's not true. Yeah. Any if if you belong to a particular subset, mm -hmm. then there will be a group for that. Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be that sense of belonging um, it, it, at Google, at least. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the big companies, I know Samsung does, I know Facebook does. Um, yeah, all the larger companies yeah. do have them. And it, it makes such a difference. You're not being the only, not feeling like yeah. the only. That sense of belonging is huge. Gosh, I mean, it's a fantasy I can only wish for of Naomi. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh my um, I mean, I, I mean, I work for a black black run um, charity actually. So you know, but it's so small. 
um, so that you, you there's a bit of a safety zone um, and um, you know I don't necessarily meet completely different colleagues right. from the same or similar community if you if you like because we're all within the charity education space. kind of space but yeah. with a company as huge and and uh, uh, different in terms of disciplines like Google you're meeting a massive varied network of people aren't you you're small but small but mighty Sanj by the yeah. way don't underestimate small but, but mighty we are don't we underestimate are. like what you no, do no not at all not at all um and I'm just going to I just want to ask you one question on this topic yeah. and then we're going to move in and talk move on and talk about change making. Yeah. Um so who is accountable for improving equity, learning and unlearning and how is it measured? It's a bit <laughs> of a, one of those exam questions, isn't it? <laughs> it? It's like who who is accountable for improving equity? Are you talking in the UK? Yeah, yeah, specifically in the U UK. Who who is it the government? It has to come from the top. It yeah. has to come from leadership. Mm -hmm. We've established four pillars. Um, is it three? Yeah, it's four pillars within ERB. So mm -hmm. it's allyship, leadership, education, and funding. Mm -hmm. And they can't work without each other. No. But it has. Sorry, Mike. That's okay. <laughs> it has to. It has to come from the top. Mm -hmm. Because if if they if you can't follow direction from them, no one's going to follow the people yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, that just sounds terrible, but. Yeah. They the grassroots, have to be the yeah, the gra grassroots can kind of enlighten and shed light on and 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 you know give you that, but the government has to take it on board and the people higher up. And yes, you know they say multinational corporations are running the world, and to some as aspects they are, but the exposure and the power that the, that the government have, you know. And the you know the like you say the funding the leadership the yeah. did you say information it was um, leadership allyship um, funding and oh god what was the other one I'm so useless allyship leadership rewind education. the tape rewind education. the tape hey, education. sorry education <laughs> all yeah, of yeah. those like, all of those things like yeah. they are key government kind of it, it's on their portfolio you know it's their it's their remit. Maybe you know, not, do maybe not follow this your government. remit. I know, maybe not this government. <coughs> yes. <laughs> mm. I've got so much to say that I'm not going to say anything at all. Uh, you know, no comment. Silence is, speaks volumes, as they say. But, um, okay. So, um, we need to do another show that when you come on again and talk specifically about the equity right. um, stuff, I think. Because I think, um, because... Because you do so much, Naomi, it's really hard to put it into one show. Sorry, um, I talk too much. No, 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 no. And the thing is, we've spoken and, and there's just so much more, isn't there? They, it's it's never ending. Yeah, and, and, I, and God, you know, how do you fit it in? How do you, you know, and it leads us into change making, you know. Uh, and I had two specific questions. And because we're short for time, I'm going to go straight to the specific um, questions and then, you know, have you back. Oh, we're saying no. Aww. Oh, no. You can, You're breaking our hearts. Sorry. Okay, okay, maybe one question. Okay. <laughs> what has Same made man. you want to make change? <laughs> because why would I work? I'm going to speak really quickly. I'm working at somewhere where I can influence change. It would be a waste um, of my time, my efforts, my living, my being if I don't take advantage of that. I 
hate seeing when when I hate seeing equality, I hate seeing injustice, and if I've got an opportunity to do it and take the opportunity to make a change, then I'm going to do it. Ta-da! Thank you, 100%. Okay, so thank you so much, Naomi. We need another show. Make it happen, please. I'm praying to the, to the producer <laughs> God. Um, so, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you for having me. Um, no, no. I think this, it, this sofa, as beautiful as it is, is it should be something grander for this kind of conversation okay. because you know like I feel like we've got the amazing sofa we've had an amazing conversation and we've talked about so many things and and we need more space to talk about this so maybe in a few months time sure if you would like to come back we'd love to we'd love to you know have you back and talk specifically about equity specifically and uh, maybe you know it's because you do so much. But anyway, sorry, he's giving me that look. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. And uh, we are grateful. Thank you again to Naomi Ventor for thank all you. her um, amazing um, uh, insights and for the amazing work that she does, um, you know, championing all these um, issues. And uh, yeah, so if you can remember that you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Google, iTunes, anchor and also some we're on youtube for those um, that are watching the film version we're also on facebook and we're on instagram so um we're pretty much online <laughs> uh, okay all the very best uh, see you next time